0: Today on the show, I have Katrina Widener, who is a business coach and community leader here in the Twin Cities area. She has been my coach for the last year and a half, and the changes I have seen have been incredible. So she's going to share kind of tips and tricks that you can do if you're transitioning right now, or you're stuck in business, or you're just feeling like life is just, you're in a funk and life is so out of alignment. So I am pumped for you to listen today. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm really excited to be here. So Katrina and I go back about a year and a half-ish. I hired her as my business coach then, and it has been my business and my life have completely transformed, which is amazing. Thank you for the help with that. And so I'm just like super excited to have you on today to chat all things um, business and alignment. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself?
1: Yeah, definitely. And it makes me so excited to see hear you say that also, by the way.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> so my name
1: is Katrina. I am a business coach and a community leader. I do primarily group business coaching, but I also run another community. Well, co lead another community called Tuesdays Together through the Rising Tide Society, which is specifically for entrepreneurs. I have co founded a community previously, um, which we let go during COVID. For obviously, it's a community during COVID. <laughs> But I also am like a super extrovert and people person anyway, when it comes to my friends and family members and going to networking events and all that jazz. Um, I also am an avid reader. I love being outdoors. I love sitting on the couch with my cat, Teddy, which if you follow me on Instagram, everybody there loves him more than me. I swear to God.
0: He's so cute. He's He's (laughs) He's, so
1: <laughs> He's a little black <laughs> panther cat. So people are just like, oh
0: my God, Teddy.
1: <laughs> um, but I also, like I said beforehand, I'm just a big people person. So pretty much anything that you see me doing is really tied up in that.
0: I love that. I love that. So we are going to talk mostly today about um, like running your business with intention and alignment and truly like being lit up in your work. And like what that looks like and just to kind of go back a little bit for me like that was completely life changing when we started working together because I kind of like fought it I think in the beginning. Um, and I think that alignment is like a really like buzzword, right? Like, ooh, if you're in alignment, that kind of thing. But like truly, truly finding that and like what that can do for you. So I would love it, Katrina, if you would talk about like what that really means to be in alignment in your life and business and like lighting yourself up and all that good stuff.
1: Definitely. And I love the fact that you mentioned that alignment is a buzzword because I feel like that is sometimes like people are like, okay, but like, what is alignment actually?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right. It's like, okay, here we go again. Right. Right? Like with this. Yeah.
1: (laughs) And I think when it comes to how I view alignment, I really view it, and especially in your business, as three different things, right? Being personally aligned. Being aligned with your ideal clients and then being aligned with the market or the environment that your business is thriving in. And it's really usually straightforward of how we can get aligned with our clients and get aligned with our environment or our market. Like those are things that there's a ton of content out there. Like you can do an ideal client assessment, right? It's much easier to get aligned in those two areas than it is to be personally aligned. And so what I like to focus on with my clients is actually saying, okay, How can we take actionable steps or implementable steps to get you aligned? It's not this like head in the clouds, like airy fairy, like alignment. (laughs) It's like a very like strategic grounded. Here is how we look first, look at who you are and what you're going for and what you want out of life. I also use a tool called human design for those who are not familiar with it. It's almost like a Myers-Briggs Enneagram, but also astrology kind of mixture of everything where instead of being like, this is what's going to happen to you the way astrology approaches things, or this is the box that you fit in, which is how Enneagram or Myers-Briggs maybe operates. It's more just, this is how you naturally move through the world with ease and flow before you were conditioned, before you had shoulds or expectations. And so I utilize that tool pretty heavily in my business to say, okay, this is who you are. This is what you want out of life. How can we make this as easy and simple as possible so that it can be fun and you can feel satisfaction and you can feel success and you can feel peace and enjoyment basically through every part of
0: so I think when it well I'm like the woo woo of the podcast here. So I'm really excited to have you on because you're just already <laughs> bringing that in the first five minutes. Uh, but so I think for some people, when you start talking like, you know, human design or like anything along those lines, it's like, what, like, whatever, that doesn't work, right? Like, so I love that you said how actually like alignment is grounding, like it's so much more than just this buzzword or so much more than just this woo-woo thing where, okay, sure, like I'll get in alignment someday, right? So I really, really love that you mentioned that because it feels, it's actually more tangible, I think. Like it's an actual thing that we can do um, and not just like feel. So that is, I love that so much. So yeah. if you, when we talk about like doing things that like light us up in our work and like that that side of it and the human design side of it, which side note, I'm going to totally have you back on because if you will, because we need to like do a deep dive into human design, but I don't want to lose everyone now <laughs> if we do the deep dive. Yes. So we'll stay focused, but that would be super fun because it's very, very relevant. Um, and I think it will be really great, but and it's really liked. Yeah, it was been totally life changing for me. And I know for you, it's been really, really big too. So, um, but like when we talk about lighting ourselves up and like in our work and in our personal lives, can you dive into that a little bit more?
1: Definitely. And I also want to give the caveat for anyone who's maybe a woo skeptic. I (laughs) have like done Myers-Briggs for myself. I've done Enneagram for myself. I've done like, I know astrology. I know a lot about astrology as well and yet human design is the only one i actually implement with my clients which you can vouch for like yeah. i <laughs> i know about these other things that can be helpful but they kind of scratch the surface they're kind of i the way that i've trained about enneagram for instance this is how you've been conditioned to act where human design is this is how you operate naturally outside of conditioning And getting back into that and grounding back into that allows you to really find that ease that we're looking for. When it comes to this idea of lighting yourself up, I really talk about it in terms of the feelings that we want out of life, like joy or peace or success or satisfaction. Those are things that we feel like happen to us as opposed to something we have a choice over or control over. And... When I think about joy, for instance, or lighting yourself up, right, when we are, imagine that feeling of maybe like when you're at a concert, right, you're listening to one of your favorite bands play, you're like on the ground, everyone around you is dancing, like you can picture yourself in the moment, but you can also picture the energy in that moment. You can picture how your entire body feels like it's buzzing. You're like, I'm alive, I'm here, I'm lit up, this feels amazing, you can choose to have those sorts of feelings whenever you want to. And it's not something that we are taught is a choice. It's not something that we are shown the path to that feeling when really it is something you can choose in your everyday life, whether that is a simple joy, like I'm going to choose to wake up in the morning and have a mini like dance party at home by myself to get into that like lit up place or that joyful place. Or I'm going to buy myself flowers. I'm going to go on a walk to my favorite coffee shop and get like a change of environment and let that bring me joy. I'm going to spend time with friends and family members. We choose how our day-to-days look. Even if we say we don't choose, we choose. (laughs) And we do the thing is, is that like the whole goal for me and for me and my clients is to build a life that we don't feel the need to escape from. So when I talk about escaping from your life, I'm talking about like, I need a vacation. I need a glass of wine at the end of the day. I need a hot bubble bath because I'm so stressed out and I need to reground myself. I'm talking, have a hot bubble bath four times a week before you get stressed out, before you get anxious. It's building these things in preemptively and proactively so that we can really prioritize how we feel on a day-to-day basis.
0: I love so... Oh, I'm sorry. Keep going. I love so much that you mentioned joy being a choice and something that like we can decide because I I don't think most of us think that way. No. And that's such an interesting way to to look at it, right? Like, of course you're gonna have hard days and shit's gonna happen, like that's just life. But being able to choose joy and actively, I, that's that's really powerful. That's like taking power back of your day, like taking control back.
1: Right, when we talk about, I mean, other buzzwords, right? Coaches are like empowerment, alignment, authentic. (laughs) It's like, no, actually there are ways that you can tangibly reach out and grab these things. You can tangibly say, I'm feeling chaotic and sporadic right now. How can I reach out and grab peace? How can I make this a choice for myself? How can I, if I'm feeling discouraged and anxious, reach out and grab success, right? Like what makes me feel successful? that could be as simple as I have a schedule for the week and there's a money-making action on every single day of that week. That's how you reach out and you feel successful. You grab that emotion. And normally we try to let them happen to us. We say, if I keep my head down and I work hard and I keep going, 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 then it feels like it'll happen to me one day. It's something that someone else will give to me. And it's like, no, I want to go out and I want to get that myself. And there are actions that we can take that are tied to emotions. And I know that when I want to feel an emotion, I can now go to this list of actions that I can do that I know will bring me that emotion instead of like feeling like it is going to happen to me at some point in time.
0: I, I just, I love how you've described that. It's like never been described to me that way. So I hope everyone <laughs> listening is like, ooh, that feels good. Okay. So alignment, buzzword, like woo-woo, we're aligned. I'm good, right? Like how, can you kind of chat about how exactly do we get aligned? Like how exactly do you get aligned in life and your business? Like what does that look like, feel like?
1: Totally. Totally. I will say, and I, again, we're not going to go too much down this rabbit hole. Come back and listen to the next episode when we're on together (laughs) of what human design is.
0: Or this would be like three hours long. (laughs) It'll be like the longest podcast ever gosh! (laughs) Human design, I'll just say it
1: is a roadmap to how you operate outside of conditioning. That's how I said it beforehand. And really, it goes through everything from this is how you make decisions best, this is your best strategy for moving through the world, for you specifically, oftentimes people can feel annoyed by Enneagram or Myers-Briggs, for instance, and say like, this is putting me in a box. Whereas the idea for human design is really to free up like the shoulds and the expectations so you can operate the way you want to naturally. So for instance, if we know the way that we best make decisions, you can then have confidence and feel in your own power every single time you make a decision, whether that's a decision for your business, whether that's a personal decision, you can know with confidence that you're making the right decision every single time. Think about how much power that will give you in your business. Think of the ripple effect of knowing that every single decision you make is the right choice and how that's gonna affect your business, right? Like let's just bring it really really specific and or really specific example of that. And when we say like, I want to go out and I want to be aligned, but I don't know how I'm being aligned. Like oftentimes we're like, well, I thought I was aligned, but obviously that didn't work out. (laughs) (laughs) And the real, like the fact of the matter is that it takes a lot of curiosity about yourself. It takes a lot of self-awareness I mean, I say this all the time, but if you are an entrepreneur or a realtor, right? Like you are basically shining a flashlight on all of the parts of yourself that you maybe don't want to look at, or you maybe wouldn't have looked at if you were in a traditional nine to five job. When you are so true, yeah, when you are resting on your own laurels 100% of the time and you are responsible for your own actions, you're responsible for the results that you get. It forces you to look at yourself in a completely different way. You don't get to hide anymore. You don't get to say like, ooh, I got into an argument with that person, but I'm not going to look at what my part was in it or how my conditioning led to that or et cetera, et cetera, right? Like you start to get really, really self-aware. And it's getting curious about it and not being judgmental about that self-awareness that gives us an insight into how we naturally operate and how we have been conditioned to operate. And then utilizing that information to actually take steps and embody how we want to act or how we naturally would act as opposed to, it's kind of like that, I want to thrive instead of survive idea, it's yeah. if I'm thriving, I know that I'm stepping into my own power. I know that I'm doing things with confidence. I know that I'm navigating in a wor- the world in a way that feels really easy and feels like it's flowing, as opposed to every single step I'm taking is a struggle, or I wish that I had a road map, or I wish I wasn't doing this alone, right? It's
0: okay. Yeah, and switch. I think too, or it's like that that one neck if I just do this one one next thing, mm-hmm. you know, like this one next thing will lead me to like that end success, or like, well, I'll just do this or that and just add on and it just adds like more stress and anxiety to it when you're not. Totally. And something else too, with with human design, just I know we're not gonna go too far deep into it, but like when you the one of the most powerful things for me that that has happened since we really have implemented that in my life and in business is accepting like these things that I thought were flaws or things that were like wrong with me actually recognizing them as just part of me and almost using them as superpowers and like using them to like my advantage and how they actually serve me really well and allow me to connect with other human beings at a totally different level for me that has just been Amazing. It's just changed everything and how I look at myself and like how I value myself. So that piece, too, has definitely helped me like in alignment as well, and I think, like for instance, if we look at extroverts versus introverts, it is one of those things where
1: an introvert could be really hard on themselves for struggling going out and meeting new people, right? Like that could be something that society has told them that we prefer it when people are extroverted. That if you prefer to stay home and sit on your couch alone, there's could be something wrong with you, right? There, like we pay attention a lot to what society tells us. When really, if we sit down and we look at it, it's just a difference of how someone naturally operates. There are n- there are no mistakes when it comes to how someone naturally operates. I like you are designed (laughs) for everything you want in your life is what my human design instructor would always say. And it is 100% true.
0: It's what you say to me. Yes, exactly. (laughs) And like a great (laughs) example
1: is if one person is like, Hey, I'm not naturally gifted at using my own voice, right? I'm not someone who can step into my own voice really well. I don't write copy for my own website or my own promotion super well. I'm not a natural speaker. Well, You might not be able to step into it for yourself really well, but maybe you're really great at doing it for other people. Like we say that the areas that maybe we don't come to naturally are the ways that we can be the most empathetic with other people. And it's, it also, again, allows you to take back power in some of these areas that you've maybe felt self-conscious about or anxious about or overwhelmed with, where if someone comes to me and they're like, I'm not naturally a gifted speaker then we will either say, okay, one, how can we do things where you don't have to be a naturally good speaker? How can we figure things out where that's not our emphasis because that doesn't work for you, right? Like I'm, one of the things for me as a coach is I'm never going to force someone to do something that's not right for them. And that is 100% something that I find super, super valuable in a coach myself but also, yeah, 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 for sure. And also too, maybe it's still, you still want to take on a speaking opportunity. You want to go on a podcast. You want to write a letter to your audience, even if you don't have that natural like access to your voice, but then we say, okay, how can we do this in a way that feels easier for you? How can we approach this thing that's a struggle, that is bogging you down, that feels so overwhelming in a way that really, really isn't that hard? And when you make all of these things in business less hard, when you de-escalate all of them repeatedly, all of a sudden business starts feeling fun and easy and you get the success that you need. Don't get me wrong. We still use a lot of business strategy. There are still conversations of, like, this is how you get set up in this software. This is the strategy (laughs) for how you sell to someone, right? I still have all of this information. But that information means nothing and will never work. Really, really, truly work to give you all of the different types of success, personal success, financial success, right? Avoiding burnout, letting you live the life you actually want to live, which is why most of us started these careers in the first place. (laughs) (laughs) But like that stuff is not possible unless you have this alignment and this ease and this flow that I'm talking about.
0: Yes, it's, it's amazing because it seems like, oh yeah, business is just going to be easy. No, it's really, it's going to flow. It absolutely just starts flowing, which is incredible. Okay. So if you're listening and you're feeling like stuck, right? Like say you are attempting a career transition. A lot of realtors, it's their like second career. So, it you come from like another full-time job or you're balancing juggling whatever the full-time job with, you know, your new real estate business. Like what tips could you give for them to kind of help them along the way like during that transition? So,
1: during that transition period, first things first, what I am going to say is way more specific business coach advice than like this alignment talk we're saying right now, but I Everyone needs to make sure before you make that transition, you're financially ready. Like that is like baseline level. Have a number in mind that you have saved up because it's not going to be always an instantaneous like success. Generally, it usually is not an instantaneous success. So that's the first thing to have in mind. The second thing I would say, though, is when you are making that transition or when you are like trying to begin to do something on your own like this. Make sure you have the foundation in place. Oftentimes what I see with entrepreneurs, and this is also why I say like, it's not, I don't work with people who are just starting something new, or I don't work with people who are 15 years in only. I work with a variety of those sorts of demographics. But the fact of the matter is that most entrepreneurs start their businesses without that foundation in place. And they just jump in like full force into the deep end And do whatever they can and whatever they can think of and whatever someone's telling them or they see someone else on Instagram do or they took this course and they're trying this thing and they can never find that full traction because they're just throwing paint at a wall and seeing what sticks. Sometimes that can work out, but when you can sit down and say like, okay, this is the foundation of this is the ideal person who I want to be talking to. This is how I know I operate and I know what's best for me. This is like how I know exactly how I want to move through the world or which marketing tactics I want to know. Our goal is to be able to really optimize the system of okay, I know that if I take this action, it's going to lead to this and it's going to lead to this. And then that's going to get me a client. Right. And so that then when you are, because also being an entrepreneur, you don't necessarily have consistent income months. You might have more people one month and a little bit less the next month and a little bit more the next month. And then like December hits and all of a sudden no one's doing anything. (laughs) And We want to make sure that when you have those lower months, you know exactly what to do to go out and get that income that you're looking for. And to do that, you need to be able to do these other parts of alignment that I'm talking about, to know who your ideal client is and know everything about them. What are their pain points? What are the things that they're like lying in bed awake, thinking about, stressing over, but also like, where are they hanging out? What does their branding look like? All of this like very traditional business advice, but then also What is the environment? What is the market? I mean, let's talk about the real estate market. It is insane right now. And (laughs) the fact of the matter is, is, is that like if you're not playing along with the rules of the rest of the market, if you like, then you're not going to be getting the same results that you need to be getting. And so it really is like doing all of that. Now, if we switch gears to the mindset part, it is also... Signing yourself up for getting uncomfortable every single flippin' day of the rest of your life. Like.
0: Yep. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) There are.
1: I have a podcast myself and the episode that went up this week, we were talking about entrepreneurship and how oftentimes like people don't realize exactly how difficult or how much it's going to challenge you when you go out and you start doing your own thing until you have gone out and started doing your own thing. This is the main reason why there's that like one in five businesses fail within the first five years or whatever that statistic is that people love to throw around to use as a scare tactic to get you to work with them. Um, (laughs) Let's
0: just call that out, right? (laughs) Yes.
1: I have a lot of feelings about hustle culture, but I will move on. Um. But when you sit down and you make a dedication to do something, even when it's scary or even when it makes you uncomfortable, that's the point when you have a life skill that will make you successful in this like world, basically, and especially in business. If you sit down and you say, like, I'm going to try this thing, even if I might fail. In fact, try switching like the narrative on failure. I'm going to try to fail five times this month. I'm going to see what I can do, how big can I dream, right? How many things can I launch that I am terrified of? And like a great example is both you and I launched podcasts this year. did. the thing about it is like, this is something I will speak only for myself, but I had never done beforehand, right? How, like I knew I wanted to do it, but how the heck am I going to do it? I don't know editing software. I don't know where to host it. I don't know any of this kind of stuff, right? It's scary when you're doing something completely new, even as a seasoned entrepreneur, it is stepping outside of your comfort zone. It is forcing yourself to learn new skills from scratch, which as adults, we don't generally do
0: like you know but. yeah we really don't we really don't and it's it is terrifying it's absolutely when we started this podcast we were like okay here we go <laughs> here we go exactly <laughs> it's been great but it's it's been quite a ride yeah
1: well and it's like like if you look at your daughter or i have a niece who is a year and a half and I look at her and I look at her learning anything new, right? Learning how to talk, learning how to, right now she's practicing how to jump, right? She doesn't really get it and it's <laughs> adorable for us, but that doesn't mean that she's like tried once and was like, okay, I'm never going to learn how to jump. I'm moving on with my life. She's like, I will get there and I will get there through sheer force of will and you will watch me do it.
0: <laughs> we all just need to watch toddlers yes. to like help us with
1: our businesses. <laughs> yes, it's it's been an amazing learning experience for me since she was born to be able to say, like, look at that skill that I forgot how to master. That, like, absolute okay feeling about failure. That acceptance of failure. That almost, like, this means nothing. It has de- She has de-escalated failure for me so much because it is this idea of just, like, the first time that she walked, she didn't do it. Like the very first time she tried, it was on like the 350 billionth time she tried.
0: Yes. And yes, they teach us like they teach us so much. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And so it's that like being willing to get uncomfortable, being willing to like step really out of your comfort zone and also like switching that narrative on failure. Those are like the biggest mindset tools that you can utilize when you're going and doing something on your own.
0: That's that's wonderful advice, actually. (laughs) Thank you. Okay. So we're going to kind of switch gears a little bit and talk uh, a little bit about business coaching and like how that can look different for everyone. And your style, if that's what it's called, of coaching is different. Okay. Like I found you for a reason, like the universe aligned and like plopped you in my lap and I was like, woo, here we go. Um, but you have a very holistic approach to coaching. And I know there's not like a one size fits all for coaching for everyone. And but a lot of my friends, a lot of my other small business owners, a lot of realtors are in uh, coaching where you're like doing worksheets and like checking in every day and like everyone's treated the same. And the real estate world in general, like a lot of this stuff that's taught is like the same for everyone. So I would love it if you could chat a little bit about like the business coaching kind of world and how how kind of maybe define like a, a, the best coach for you, like what what that would look like. Yeah, totally. So
1: When I approach business coaching, I do it exactly like you said. It's a very holistic approach. I'm looking at you you as a human being, your personal life, your business, like what your schedule looks like. For instance, for you, you are a mom. I'm going to treat you differently and work with you differently than I'm going to work with someone who does not have children. I'm going to work with an introvert differently than I'm going to work with an extrovert because it is not a one-size-fits-all situation when we're trying to actually get you traction and get you a business that feels really good. So I want to like say that part first because I 100% firmly believe all of that. That being said, I do want to clarify if you are looking to get educated on a topic to master a skill, there's a different type of coach for that, right? If you are looking to say like, hey, I really want to learn more about Instagram and how Instagram operates, so I'm going to take this Instagram course. That's great. That's awesome. If you're saying, I want to create a personalized approach to Instagram, I want to see how I operate within Instagram, then that would be working with an Instagram coach. It's almost two different desired outcomes when we look at maybe traditional business coaching versus the type of business coaching I do. Someone may be saying, this is how you do these strategies in business. I'm going to give you worksheets. I'm going to teach you this life skill. It could be, I'm going to teach you sales. It could be, I'm going to teach you how to avoid burnout. It could be, I'm going to teach you like how to do this one particular skill that's related to your business. But the work that I do is way more, I'm going to teach you how to build your unique marketing strategy out of the information you and I have learned. We're going to create your unique schedule. We're going to come up against your unique challenges and problems so that I can guide you through the real time, what it looks like to be in your business so that you can feel joy and success and peace every step of the way. And find success at the end of that and whatever that looks like for you and Why that is so important to me is because when I first started working in this realm, I was a life coach and I had this background in marketing and search engine optimization and social media and writing and editing and all that jazz. And I could see how the entrepreneurs that I was working with at the time, their personal lives were so intertwined with their business lives. And so while, yes, I was able to help them on their personal lives, they also were like, okay, I created this marketing strategy. How do I do the thing, right? Or we've talked about how to build out my schedule. How do I create a sales funnel? And so it's really working hand in hand. But that doesn't mean that I'm like, okay, every single person who comes to meet with me is going to build the exact same sales funnel. That makes no sense. That's taking... Cookie cutter advice and applying it to everyone.
0: <laughs> right.
1: So, when I say that it's like a holistic approach, we're looking at every single thing to give you something that's very specific and customized to you and who you are and what your values are and how you operate and what your situation looks like, as opposed to giving the same advice to every single person and hoping that it works the exact same way for them. Um, I think a great example is working with an introvert versus an extrovert, I'm not going to give the same marketing techniques to the same people. I am super lit up by community and networking events and speaking events and podcast interviews. And I can talk forever if you couldn't tell. (laughs) But it (laughs) is something where if someone's an introvert, that kind of strategy for marketing is not going to work for them. Like, I have, can literally go to any networking event and go home with at least, like, five new Instagram followers, connections that I have made, and I will continue to foster those relationships really easily. No anxiety, no stress. That's fun for me. Like, I get lit up by doing that. If someone is an introvert and I suggested that to them, they would feel overwhelmed and stressed and anxious and show up at their first networking event and be like, why am I here? This is terrible. I feel terrible. And that's when you have those coaching relationships where you don't feel supported by your coach. You don't feel like they get you. You leave feeling angry or stressed out. And it's a completely different experience.
0: Or I could see like you actually leave a job or a business that you love because you just feel like it's it's so out of alignment at that point yeah. with how you're operating it. So I want to mention here, so in the real estate world, there are a lot, a lot of agents that will—you uh, have a real estate coach. Like they're all—it's all within one industry, and the information is is very, very similar. And I know it's like benefits a lot of people, and they have a lot of success with it. And there's great communities within it. But one of the other reasons I really wanted to bring you on is just to kind of show the like real estate world that there is an alternative to, to it. You don't, if, if it's not feeling super aligned to you, the way that it's been done right now and the options out there that you can actually source coaching um, and like support elsewhere. And it can look a lot different for you because it's, it looks very similar right now and in, in this world in general. And I think so that's, thank you for touching oh, on that.
1: Yeah, you are very welcome. And I think that that's something that's very important too, because, I have worked with everyone from salon owners to artists to videographers, right? Like the type of, um, industry that I work with is not something that is so specific because what we're really doing is I'm saying, I trust that, you know, what you're talking about, right? Right. Like, I know that the people I'm working with are talented, amazing human beings. And if you don't believe me, don't worry. By the end of us working together, you will. (laughs) But it also is, like, I want to make sure that you're finding that ease. I know that I've said ease probably like 1,500 times. So let's also really quickly break down what ease looks like. It means sitting down at your computer and knowing exactly what you need to get done to make money. It is standing down at your computer and feeling really good about everything you have to get done. And sure, maybe sometimes you'll go through periods of your business where it's like, oh my gosh, I have so much to do. Like, I feel really stressed out. We try to avoid that from the get-go. It doesn't necessarily mean that that's not going
0: to 100% pop up ever. Like like podcast launches? Yes. Katrina, like podcast launch
1: week? 100%. (laughs) Uh, Don't worry about um, worrying about that because there was, you know, that time that I built a website in 48 hours. So things still pop up and happen. (laughs) But what we're doing is we're making sure that when that does happen, it's something that you want to do, right? It's something that is important to your business it's something that's going to actually make you money it's something that is really aligned with your end goals it's not something that you're doing just to do which is like one of the biggest ways too that we get trapped in this i'm doing too much i'm doing too much i'm doing too much Is we're saying i'm doing this thing i think i should be doing i'm doing this thing i think i should be doing and not doing this i'm doing this thing that's gonna like i don't know bring my bottom line more money like increase profit those money-making actions and identifying those and really getting clarity on them, that is what's important more so than just the same advice given to every single person.
0: Yes, yes. Okay. So say someone is like, okay, I think I want to hire a coach, you know, whether it be in the real, real estate world or whether it be in the entrepreneurial world, like whatever that looks like, what like maybe three questions would you ask ask before hiring them? Or like, what should they be looking for?
1: So when it comes to hiring coaches, first thing that I would say is trust your decision-making strategy with human design, which if you need that information, DM me after this podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but I know you just like plopped to my lap at the perfect time, like literally. So I have no advice here. So. <laughs> um, I would say to
1: be a little woo, first things first, if something's coming up to you, if you're seeing something repeatedly, if you are like, get have someone giving you a referral, right, that's an incredible sign that this might be someone who's aligned with you. Now, we also live in the world of incredible marketing, so you could be getting six people coming to you every single day at the same time. So there's also that. The thing that you want to really look for when you're looking for a coach is asking about their strategies and their procedures, really going through and like reading past testimonials, looking at their Instagram, their websites, right, seeing what other people are saying about them, but also getting a feel for the type of content that they talk about or the type of things that they work with. Um, And when you really do those things and you approach it from that way, you want to walk away feeling like you already know this person you're going to be meeting with. If you walk away from looking at their websites, if you walk away from their social media, from their testimonials, and you're still like, I have no idea how I would feel talking to this person. I have no idea the energy I'm getting from them. That's going to be something that will make it really difficult for you to know if that's a good or a bad person for you. Um, I would also, maybe not bad, but just not aligned person for you. I would also sit down and say, like, what are the end goals that I have from this? Oftentimes when we're hiring a business coach, the end goal is more money, right? But what are the other things that are tied to that feeling of more money? Do you want to end up at the, like, having more money but feeling stressed out? Are you struggling feeling confident in your business? Are you, like, struggling feeling like you know exactly what to do or you're feeling alone there are all of these other extraneous things that we don't always think about as often as we think about, like, I want to increase my bottom line. And when we take those things into consideration, it'll be really easy to find other people who are aligned with you. I can even say for myself, the person that I am currently working with, my mastermind coach, um, she's someone that I have followed for years. I have listened to her podcast. I have gotten a good feel of how she talks to people, how she interacts with other people. And that meant that when her she has a very intimate mastermind of only three people, when that popped up, I was able to say, this is something I'm interested in. I then took it through my decision-making authority through human design. It was a yes. And that's when I made the decision. Also, 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 also do a free discovery or consult call with them. It is the easiest way. And I will say for myself as a business coach, I'm not afraid to say to someone, I don't think we're a great fit. I don't think I'm going to be able to get you the results that you need. Um, I very rarely take one-on-one clients anymore. It is only certain situations. So even in, I'm not saying it's impossible. Obviously, I work with Christy still. (laughs) But (laughs) it is something that like, If someone needs a very specific type of coach, if someone is looking for information that I'm not familiar with, I'm not afraid to say no because it doesn't do me any good as your coach to take you on if I know I won't be able to get you the results that you need. And so having a discovery call with someone you're interested in working with is also going to be a great way for you to say, these are the things that I want to tackle.
0: How would you tackle doing this with me? Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Or me, Katrina, I don't know where to start. I need help. Help? <laughs> help? <laughs> like, help? It was so funny in the beginning. I felt like I was doing nothing. Like, the work, mm-hmm. like, it just, like, what I'm supposed to do, you're like, just trust the process, basically, <laughs> right? Ah! And then you were absolutely correct, so. Yeah. But it was really interesting. Yeah. Okay. So, Let's end with, can you share three things that someone could do today to kind of shift their life and business into alignment? And like, where can they start? Like actionable, actionable things. Yes.
1: The first thing I would say is start asking yourself, what's the emotion that you would like to choose? And Ooh. if that is, I want more joy, if that is, I want more peace or calm, go through And figure out how you can bring that into your life. And I want to, like, take this even a step further. When you think about your life, think about the moments that you enjoy who you are while you're in them. So do you enjoy who you are when you are sitting on the couch binge-watching television? Or do you enjoy who you are when you are sitting down having dinner with your partner? right? Having a good conversation. Don't get me wrong. I still love me some good Netflix, but just a good <laughs> example. Do you love who you are when you are sitting in your car doing, during a commute, yelling at the cars around you? Or do you like who you are when you're going on a walk through the woods, right? Like what are the moments when you really like the person that you are? I really like who I am when I'm connecting one-on-one with other people. And that simple question changed my entire career. I was in marketing as a marketing specialist for a small company, discovering like, no, actually, I really prefer working with people one-on-one, like working with people in a group, working with people directly helping them. No middleman, nothing in between us. I am talking to you face-to-face. That's where I like who I am. That's when I like what I'm doing and who I'm being. That shifted everything. So really sit down and ask yourself, like. What are the things, what are the moments that I like who I am and what emotion do I want to choose? Then the next thing would be, how do you do more of that? How do you schedule that into your life? What is something that you could do literally every single day? Is it even just something as simple as saying like, I'm going to buy a milk frother for my coffee because that brings me joy to have frothed coffee or frothed milk in my coffee every morning. <laughs>
0: That sounds lovely, <laughs> I think I need a new milk frother. Yeah. <laughs> and
1: really just like saying, okay, I've asked myself the question. I did the journaling work. I did the mindset work. Now the next step is I'm taking action, right? It's I am choosing the things I'm going to add into my life. I literally, maybe not right now when it's 90 degrees out, but I literally take a bath like three or four times a week because I know that it brings me peace. It gives me a moment to sit by myself and just reflect and decompress and doing it that often means I don't get to the point where I'm run ragged. So it's what are the actions that I can do that are going to bring me closer to the step the first step. And then the third thing that I would say of something that you can do like immediately right now is really asking yourself like who are the people that I feel really good when I'm around. And then surrounding yourself with those people. And not putting any shoulds or expectations or shame if it's it's that one person over there or it's these 15 people right <laughs> like everyone's different everyone has different needs and desires but being able to have things to fall back on and to say hey I'm feeling really stressed right now I'm going to go do something off of my list of what brings me joy I'm going to go turn to one of the people that Brings me joy. It makes it really easy to just go out and do the thing right now. Sorry, none of that was business related,
0: but it is all business related. <laughs> yeah, it actually is. I'm going to go do all three of those things today. <laughs> um, gosh, thank you so much, Katrina. This was awesome. Uh, I love like all of our chats. Like, I always feel so much better, or just just really great afterwards, like the energy and chatting with you. And I really think that's going to come across for our listeners. So I'm just so excited that you were here. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. This has been so
1: much fun. And I hope I didn't bore you guys all with my 8,000 uses of the word alignment, but <laughs> although like also probably 7,000 uses of the word
0: ease. Um, <laughs> but this is love fun. It. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. So Where can they find you and learn more about you?
1: Yeah, definitely. So I am on Instagram at Katrina.Widener. I know half the time when I say my last name, people think I'm saying Wagner. That's not right. (laughs) Um, (laughs) You can also find my podcast at the Badass Business Squad podcast on Apple, Spotify, and Google. And then my website is just katrinawidener.com. So if you seriously, if you have any questions after this, feel free to hop into my DMs. I will answer anything. If you're like, Katrina, I want to know my decision-making authority. We can chit-chat about that. I'll probably just send you a voice message. But um, I'm really happy to help you guys all. And I hope that this was
0: helpful. Yeah. And just uh, real quick here. uh, She has a really fun Instagram. So go check her out there. And we're going to link everything in the show notes so they can find you if they're driving right now listening or something like that. So, okay. Thank you so much, Katrina. We will chat soon. Yeah.
1: Everyone should go check out Teddy on my Instagram because then you'll just never not
0: follow me. (laughs) (laughs) He's really great. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for having me. This has been amazing. Thank you. Okay, girls, are you feeling as inspired as we are? We're over here cheering you on because you just finished another episode of the Girl, Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast. If you want more,
1: head over to girlgetyourfaceoffabusbench.com for show notes and more episodes. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star review. They mean the world to us and they're what keep us going.
0: Girl, thanks for being here.